Oh no, welcome, welcome to the show, y'all. I'm trying to do this show without the fan, but I hear it in the background, so y'all probably gonna hear it too. But welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Labora Lee. If you're watching, then you'll notice that it's two cameras on again, playing with the cameras, and you guys are kind of like um what's the word? My test subjects on how this is gonna go from now on. So let me feel free to let me know how you're feeling about the camera arrangements. All right. Um, because we're working with two cameras. We just trying to see how well that plays out. But before I get into my shenanigans on this Wired Wednesday, because uh-huh, first and foremost, you must know, you must know this. It is not wet Wednesday, it is Wired Wednesday. Today we're going to get into a few subjects. We're going to talk about them because that's how I'm feeling today. I feel like I want to talk about some people's shenanigans besides my own. I'm sorry, that fan is driving me insane. Um, But yeah, we're going to talk about a few things. So today is Wired Wednesday. But before I get into any of my shenanigans, let me play this quick, quick commercial. Like 15 seconds, I promise you. Want last minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips, fast, with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. All right, I'm back. Um, we have a lot to talk about this evening. We are talking about um, several things, some good, some sad, some in between. So we're just going to dive into it. But the first things first is Dr. Umar has a message for us Black women, as if Mr. Cam Kevin Samuels wasn't enough. But listen, and I'm going to tell you why I would never listen to him. But listen, hold on. Hold on, yeah. Stop hoeing around all through your 30s. You give your 20s to the street Negroes. You give your 30s to the pretty boys. They use you up, dog you out. Now you're in your 40s and nobody's jumping to marry your ass. And so now you're saying it ain't no good black men. No, no, no. There's plenty of good black men. The problem is you gave your best years to men who didn't deserve it. The problem is you gave your best years to men who didn't deserve it. And now you see your biological clock is ticking and your beauty clock. See, you got a biological clock how long you can have those babies and you got a beauty clock. How long you gonna be looking good? A biological clock? How long you gonna have them babies? And a beauty clock? How long you gonna be looking good? And guess what? When you hit those 40s, don't get me wrong, black don't crack, but everybody's the, everybody declines. <laughs> hoeing around all through your 20s. Stop hoeing around all through your 30s. You give your 20s to the street Negroes. You give your 30s to All the right. pretty boys. So, one, let me just start by saying this. I could never miss, listen to a man who supposedly starts a school for our children and the school never comes into existence. But you want donations. I ain't listening to that. I'm not subscribing to that. Secondly, 
The same thing that I said about Kevin Samuels is the same thing I'm going to say about this brother right now. I am so sick and tired of the overgeneralizations. And that is between Black women and Black men. That's between Black men and Black women. That's just all of us in general. We can't say that all of us are the same. I swear I've had multiple relationships in my life, some in my 20s, some in my 30s, and now I am in my 40s. Since I've been in my 40s, though, I've only been with one man. You hear I'm going to say that again. Since I've been in my 40s. Wow. Yeah, let me see. I'm 40. Yeah. Yeah. Since I've been in my 40s, I've only been with one man. Happily been with that one man, but only been with one man. Now, I can concur to a certain degree on how that goes within your young, your younger days, your younger years. I wouldn't say it was my 20s for me, though. I'm going to say it was my teens. I gave it up to some bad boys. I gave it up to some hood, hood dudes who was out there in them streets. And I learned a lot from those hood dudes who were out in them streets. In my 20s and 30s, it wasn't necessarily... Um, pretty boys, you found me. You just you pick and you choose, and you hope that you make a sound decision on who the person is that you you choosing. Um, in my in my twenties, to be honest with you, um, I was I got married at the age of twenty seven, but I was with the person that I married from the age of twenty five. I want to say twenty five. I married him at twenty seven. We stayed together for years, a few years after that, maybe two or three years after that. And then I was single again. And then because I was single again, I wanted to be free. And I was free for a brief amount of time. Now, here's the thing. My daughter's father and I had been friends for about the same amount of time that, um, no, I'm at, I think I met my ex-husband first, and so I was friends with him first, and then I became friends with my daughter's father. Now, me and my daughter's father, we weren't together. We didn't have a relationship until many, many years later, and then I got pregnant, and then here she was. Um, but, and in my 30s, I dated here and there, but it really wasn't no pretty boys involved in, in my 30s. Um, and I damn sure in my 40s don't feel like um, love is lost. I don't feel like in my 40s, well, again, in my 40s, I've only been with one man and one man only. And part of my late 30s, I was with that same man. Um, no, I don't feel like I, you, you gents keep trying to throw that in there. Like, oh, well, you're 40, so you got to. Look at life. I'm not worried about my biological clock ticking on. I've already, I've had one. I've had one from my own womb and I'm blessed to have bonus children. So am I really worried about my biological clock, Dr. Umar? No, I'm not. And then am I worried about my, my looks clock? I guess the, how long I'm going to look good. Not really worried about that either. Um, it's called working out. And I do that. So I hate that you guys put all women and I hate that women do this too. put all men in a box and be like, this is what it's going to be. You don't know what it's going to be. You don't know 
what people I've seen women have children at 50. I've had seen women have children in their forties. You just can't put anybody, everybody into this box and say that that's going to be, that's going to be what it is. Kevin Samuels had it wrong. And yes, Dr. Umar, of course you have it wrong. Worry about the school that you took those donations for that you never opened. How about that? Y'all so busy trying to convince us of what we are and what we not. And you're not convincing us of the things that you should be convincing us of, which is in your case, that this school even existed in the first place. How about that? Stop putting us all in the box. We are not all the same. And that's the problem that you gents have a lot of issues with now is because y'all put everybody in the same box but let's let's keep it moving like we are not all the same y'all and if you don't if you don't stop placing everybody in the box in the the box and saying everybody is the same this is why you won't find happiness this is why you won't find love because you keep thinking that everybody is the freaking same this is why you won't find the happiness this is why you won't find the right lady this is why you won't find the, the right gent if you keep just everybody's the same you're going to be this and you're going to be that. You can't tell me what I am. I'm 40 fucking two and fabulous, honey. Um, My kid is 10. She almost, she growing up on me. But she's, you know what I mean? She's a great kid. You can't tell me what I'm going to be. You don't know. You don't know what my, what my life plan is and what my life agenda is and what God's agenda is for me. You can't tell me nothing. Worry about the school, Mr. Dr. Umar. Um, Sephora robbery. Mm, mm, mm. Let's get to that real quick. So they had a robbery in um, Caritos, Caritos Mall, which I'm assuming is in California. Yep. I'm assuming it's in California. Um, and here's the thing. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, they, they, this was the slowest robbery I ever seen in my life. Like you would have, they had ample time. So let me see if we got an audio. Hold on. The LA County Sheriff's Office says Sephora filed a police report Monday after initially declining to do so. Investigators say they got a call of two men and a woman shoplifting. And the manager told them this was the third time the trio had ripped them off. All right. So. In my mind, we're going to cut that off real quick. In my mind, yeah, if you look at the footage, which I'm quite sure you can find it online. I'm not going to pull the footage up of people stealing out of a store, especially Sephora, which if you know, gen- gentlemen, if you do and if you don't know, it's a makeup cosmetic store. They were moving so slow. They had ample time to call police. I don't know what in the world. So you just let them come through and clear the shelves. And it's the fourth time that this has happened. Yeah, I would probably be calling the cops if I were you. Um, That sounds crazy to me. It just sounds crazy. Like, so you're just going to let them come in and steal the product. I mean, well, I guess for the employees, they don't own the product. So you're like, am I going to risk it, risk my life for these said products or am I going to just let them do what they have to do and then but it's the whole thing is they didn't even want to press charges at first and that's that sounds crazy to me that sounds insane but we're wired so we're going to talk about it like you don't want to call the cops that's insane um so uh again I hate to report this 
but it's almost like we have to report it because it is what it is. And this is happening in the world that we live in right now. So three people were um, assaulted with a, a handgun and um, taken from this world at Oklahoma Hospital. Um, the gunman was also taken out of this world as, as well. Here's the headline. Multiple people have been um, taken from this world in a situation on the campus of St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. According to officials, the person responsible has passed as well. Um, these situations are always hard to report because like we, we I'm so over I'm so over um people losing their lives for no damn good reason like it's a hospital like it was a church it was a grocery store uh, it was a school an elementary school in all of these situations and this is all in 2022 in all of these situations none of the people who Harm, the harm was brought to or who was taken out of here did anything to warrant it. So it's just like, what, what, what is going on? Like, we really need to have a discussion about what's going on in this, this, this here world because it's getting scary. It's getting scary and scarier every day. Um, so yeah, that happened. That happened today, by the way. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. I don't want to stay on it because it's too sad. Another um, sad situation, former Cowboys running back Marion Barber was found deceased in his apartment in Fresco, um, Bob Fresco um, Police, Fresco Police. Um, again, he was a former Cowboys player. Um, the, spokes, the police spokesperson announced officers are currently out on it, were currently um, out on a welfare concern, but are unable to provide further information so um he was an all-star running back and he played seven years in the nfl six of those years were with the cowboys and the cause of his untimely passing is unknown at this time so as we get more information about what happened to him we will <sighs> keep you up to date we'll let you know what's happening it's just so much more with the NFL, though. Let's keep it moving. Um, so this happened. This incident. I think I need to play this. This incident happened. Like it for our people, people of color. It's always a um, always gonna be something. It's always gonna be. I don't care how far you think we've come. I don't care how rich you think you are. There's always gonna be something. So listen to this really quick. Hold on. See if we can get a name. Okay. Back into the movies. The first thing he yelled was, yo, like very loud. And there were people walking in the same vicinity at us. So me and her, we didn't think he was speaking to us. So initially we kind of was confused. Concord police were in the parking lot looking at a possible stolen car. According to Hampton, the pair kept walking and the officer yelled again. Yo, y'all stop. Where are y'all going? We're not answering no more questions. This is video recorded by Hampton five minutes after being questioned by police. The officer telling him why he continued to follow the couple. 
because you guys were in the area of a stolen car. How many people out here in the area of a stolen car? The officer asked Hampton for ID, which Hampton declined and felt profiled because he didn't do anything. Stop, you're gonna go to jail. Take me then. Come on. All right, have a seat. Why are we even suspects of a stolen car? For one, where's the car? Who are you looking for, sir? He couldn't tell us who he was looking for. And the video shows just that. The officer still following Hampton and the woman. And what does this person look like? I don't know, but you guys happen to walk. We're walking in a public parking lot. The officer tries to arrest the couple and take the phone from the woman. Concord police wrote to Queen City News saying they would release a statement after an internal review of the incident. The statement also says, quote, Concord PD strives to meet the highest standard. So Concord Mills parking lot. Victor Hampton says Again, he was putting stuff back in a to car what I was saying about um, and before had, on, or heading back. Really that goes to back to what I was saying just a second ago, which is no matter how much money you make, no matter how rich you get, no matter um, what type of status you think you have as a person of color, we always have to be reminded that, you know, we are still looked at in a certain kind of way. And this person who was Hampton, this young man who they're speaking of is a former NFL player. Um, and, you know, they don't think that, you know, they could be, you know, per, like pursued by, like, they don't think, they, they think that they're, they're at home, like they're heroes um, where they're at. And people don't look at them like that. But yes, baby, they look at y'all the same way, like, as long as you're a person of color, they don't see that maybe possibly you could be a rich individual who played for the NFL. They don't look at that. They look at it as you are a man of color and they supposedly have, do this on both cameras, have a stolen vehicle in the area and you look like a suspect because you're a man of color. Um. So, yeah. Let's get to the next thing, though. But you got to be careful out here, um, fellas, because it really seems like to me like they gunning for y'all. Like they after y'all. They want y'all to just do anything wrong so they can have a reason. So be careful out here. But listen to this. On the back end, period. But when when did you when did you sit back? You said, like you said, you talked to yourself and said, I done made it, the world knows me, and my kids are never have to worry about nothing. After power. All the movies you did before that. I made five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us uh were in that situation where so, never on the back end. Apparently, um Omari Hardwick says that he didn't really make any money, which is not uncommon. I've heard this many times over, even Taraji P. Henson has spoken about how she didn't make really any money, even when she, and, and Baby Boy was a blockbuster hit, like that made money, that that film made some money, but she was only paid, I think she said like something like $100,000 in filming that movie, like when you first get your foot in the door, especially as an African American, please believe you don't make a whole, whole lot of money. Um, coming in the game and unfortunately you know we have these delusions these grand delusions um that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out here even with me doing this podcast and and the one thing that i'm proud of above all is that 
whatever work that is put into this podcast, it is me and it. Then I have my producer Reese, and she she holds me down on Mondays, but for the most part, it's me because when you depend on other people, and especially a game like Hollywood, you gotta play by their rules. You gotta do the things that they ask you to do, and yes, you gotta take that low income. That's just what it is. Like you you don't make a lot of money when you first get in the game. It takes a while. I don't even think Denzel made a whole. Look how long it took Denzel to get a. A Oscar, and then when he did get an Oscar, it wasn't for the the better pieces of um you know content that he had. It was for Training Day, and don't get me wrong, Training Day was good, but he had to play a villain to get the Oscar, which is messed up. Like that's crazy. So don't think that once you get it, same thing with the uh, music industry. Don't think that once you set your foot, you, you like you are oh, we on the radio, we get ready to make all the money. No, you're not. Especially if you're on a label. No, you're not. No, you're not. And the same thing with Hollywood. Yeah, you can get into a film. You can get into some great roles. But that don't mean that you're going to make money immediately. Um, because you landed a role in a great film. It's just not how that works. Um, let's get back to it. We got some things to talk about. Now, mm, the infamous... Um, I don't want to call her a lover because she's not a lover. I would call her a rapper groupie, IG model, rapper groupie, Selena Powell. This is going to make a lot of um, music industry fellas a little happy. So she has been sentenced to two years in prison for violating her probation. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Um, So the feds are not um, they and the feds ain't they came and got her. Um, so basically, um, she's going to prison. Um, TMZ exclusively re- reports that Selena was sentenced to two years behind bars for probation violation. She will spend the next two years in a Colorado pre- um, state prison after violating her probation from 2015. The conviction for driving a getaway car and a, a the, um, theft ring. Whoa. Um, authorities say she failed to comply with the terms of her probation by missing multiple drug and alcohol tests. I bet she did. We won't get into it. Selena was arrested on May the 1st after missing the court date. Um, she will be eligible for par- parole in December. Um, hopefully one of the... <laughs> hopefully somebody put some money on her books or something. I know there are a lot of rappers out here right now who are happy. I mean, it's ecstatic that she will be out of their hair for at least two years, if not at least till December. Um, mm, girl, you gotta, oh, when they tell you coming, but I, this, this is the thing. I could imagine she didn't show up because everything that I've seen her on like as far as interviews and things like that she looks high out of her mind or at least drunk you feel me so i'm quite sure she wasn't showing up for her drug testing stuff like i wouldn't imagine that she would so there's a mother behind bars after her 10 year old daughter um brandished a a firearm and took another woman out of this world 
um, during an argument. Well, her mom was in an argument with the lady on Memorial Day. It's crazy. So the tragic accident happened at an apartment complex in Orlando, Florida. Listen. Um, investigators say the mother, Lucretia Isaac, got into an altercation with the victim, LaShawn Rogers. Lucretia was reportedly drunk and slapped LaShawn. Oh, Lord. This resulted in the two exchanging blows. During the fight, Lucretia tossed a bag to her 10-year-old daughter that had the firearm inside. The girl pulled out the firearm and took aim and wound up putting two in LaShawn. LaShawn passed away at the hospital from her injuries. Y'all, like, it's no reason why your child should be involved in nothing you got going. You shouldn't even be fighting. Like, ah, it's some things in this world I just don't want my daughter to witness. Now, if I have to fight in front of her, I will. Um, But it shouldn't be no reason why I should be fighting in front of her in the first place. It should just be no reason for that. Um, I try not to show my daughter those sides of me. Now, when it comes down to her and somebody doing something to her, I will hurt them. And if she's right there, then so be it. But what I'm teaching her in that moment is that I don't play because she is my cub and I will hurt something behind her. But when it comes down to people being drunk and just disorderly, like, why are you involving your child? Now you done made your child do something that she can never she can't take it back. She's now responsible for somebody losing their life. One, two, she's going to see that image in her head for the rest of her life. And it does a lot of damage. A lot of damage. <sighs> okay, so um, more football talk. I'm trying to tell y'all, it's a lot going on in these, these NFL streets. But Dominique Penn calls out Donald Penn. Um, she brought receipts also alleging that Donald has been harassing her saying she moved to Texas and left her kids and that he got full custody when that was not true. Um, he also sent a homegirl to Dominic's current man's DM to try to concern, try to get him to, um, cheat on her. Um, try to get him to admit it to cheating on her. Oh my gosh, y'all. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, he wouldn't do that now. He's a completely married man. Hallelujah. Thank God for, you know, I didn't catch that little portion of, I don't know if I ever caught that little portion of that behavior from him, but my daughter father used to do that as well, but not to me, to, um, his other baby moms. But at the end of the day, um, what I'll say to situations like that is this. Um, hmm, how can I, how could I word it without being, it's not going to bring you any happiness to do that. Like you doing all of that. And then what? So now she moves on, she moves on to somebody else and you're stuck on stupid. You look crazy. And then, especially if you're a public figure, you're a public figure, and now you have this chick over here who might not necessarily have been a public figure before, but now she is because you've made her into one, and now she's outing you. 
And now she's showing what your behavior looks like when you're not on one accord or you're not on good terms. And now that kind of might hinder what you have going on from henceforward. That's not a good look, bro. And I can't believe the behavior now. I could go through all of the receipts that she posted, but I just don't feel the need. I'm just going to say, when you guys come to the point where you're not no longer interested in being with each other and it's time to let go, just let go. Because sending somebody to somebody's DMs to coerce the person into one cheating or coerce the person into admitting to cheating it's not a good looking and you look crazy. You look sad and you look silly because you're doing the most. Move on. Be happy. Move on. Um, so yeah. You know, shorty out here calling him out. This is more NFL news, by the way. Um, I don't know. I just need you to stay at the microphone. Um, from what I'm hearing, he cheated on her though and got another woman pregnant during the whole melee of this 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 is before she left. Um she accepted the child and stayed with him from my understanding. This is this this through the grapevine. Let me put this up right now because I'm giving y'all some tea and we weren't there. We don't know. So everything on this podcast is alleged. Um but yeah he supposedly cheated on her with another woman, got another woman pregnant. Um she accepted the child and stayed with him anyway. Um and then when she finally had a problem with his behavior, then he started acting a fool. So, ladies, be careful. And don't love will have you doing some crazy things. No, I don't want you getting nobody pregnant while we together. Don't keep your keep your. And I'm not, I'm not in, in, encouraging infidelity either but if you're gonna be out here being un- oh hold on y'all i'm sorry that's my 10 o'clock alarm that mean my kids should be in the bed but if you're gonna be out here um cheating on people the least you could do is strap up and not get somebody pregnant like that's crazy but let's move on to this next story so um in texas it's it's going down still going down um I don't know if that as much attention has been put on Buffalo as it should, like is this this Texas thing. Um, but yeah, it's still going down. Take a listen. Thank you for doing this. And I do hope you stay here and take as many questions uh, as possible. You say there were 19 officers gathered in the hallway or, or somewhere. What efforts were made to try and break through that door? You say it was locked. What efforts were the officers making to try and break through either that door or another door to get inside that classroom? None at that time. The, the on-scene commander at the time believed that it had transitioned from an active shooter to a barricaded subject. You have people who are alive, children who are calling 911 saying, please send the police. They are alive in that classroom. There are lives that are at risk. Hey, That's not protocol, we're, we're, well, is we're, it? We're well aware of that. Right. Yeah. But I, why was this decision so, made? I feel like, hold on. Not to go Let me in get this off of here real quick. 
because I, it's a few things I want to say to that fact. Everybody always has um, an opinion on how one should have responded in a situation. I'm not saying that protocol they they handled things properly because I did I've I've heard many conflicting stories about the situation, but he just told you no they didn't rush in. Um, they were you know worried about certain things and it is a protocol to everything. I don't think that we all know the protocol to how things are gonna go. Unfortunately for me though, um, if my child is in the building and there's an active um, hostile person in there that could bring harm, let, let alone take my child from me. I want you to do your best to try to get to my child, um, especially if they call and then telling you like, all right, get us out of here. You know what I mean? Like, um, I understand that a lot of people are, um, in their feelings right now. And, and to me, they should be. As a mom, they definitely should be. So we're gonna still we're still out here trying to get more information about what's going on in the world. Um, we'll as 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 much as we can get, we'll deliver it. But it's just like I mean, it's after every it's the governor they're coming after, they're coming after the Texas senators. Um, they're going after the law enforcement. They are living in Texas right now. So we're going to see what happens. Offset apparently does not care about Quavo nor Takeoff's joint project because it looks like he got some music coming out on, on his own. I don't know just yet. I'm not, I'll let y'all know when we know more about what's, when he rolling that out. But apparently he's not worried. Um, so I'm just saying he ain't worried about it. He ain't think about y'all. Y'all gotta do what y'all gotta do. So um, Kanye's divorces. I'm I'm sorry. Kanye's divorce attorney withdraws from the case against Kim Kardashian due to an unreconcilable breakdown in the attorney-client relationship. Oh Lord, what done happened, Kanye? You need to not be having no kind of um. Nothing with nobody right now, especially when y'all in the midst of a divorce. That's kind of like crazy. I don't know. Y'all, I want y'all to hear this um, Virginia, and this is the full clip. So this Virginia councilwoman, Lisa Lucas Burke, going off on the alleged corrupt city council members. I couldn't have done it better myself. Let's listen to what she had to say. Hold on. I don't know. Wait, let's get to it. Councilwoman Lucas Burke, ma'am, you have the floor. Thank you, Mayor. Um, I did hear the information last Thursday, and I was quite alarmed at a time in our nation where women are mis misrepresented, underrepresented, not represented, mistreated. This is egregious for this male dominant council to make this decision today. At a time when my Delta sisters, and this is our Delta sister, is here for our Delta day to be make this kind of mockery of women is egregious. At a time in our nation when Kentonji Brown was confirmed by the Congress.
to be the highest ranking member in the su Supreme Court, and this council chooses to degrade women, I'm pissed as a, and I ain't gonna say it because you know I can say it, but I'm gonna be cool with it, but I'm pissed. I spoke with Woodard and I spoke with Battle, and I asked them, had you heard this information? And they did not. They said they did not. But Mr. Battle told me I won't go for it. She's been a great city manager. I'm not going to put her down. But you sat here and you lied in my face. You lied in my face, Mr. Battle. And I want you to lie to these people to say that you didn't say that. You said that this woman has done her job and she has been nothing but great to this community, which we know. We know she has done her job. We know she has bent over backwards. We know she has looked aside to some of the votes that you have tried to have people pay you all to for votes that she looked aside that she could have reported. <laughs> she got a lot on this council and that's why they want to get rid of her. And I hope that y'all seeing what's happening and I hope you make your decision when, when November comes. Tasha, I'm pissed as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm mad as a motherfucker. Now, because I know what's been going on. Let me tell y'all. When it comes out. Alright, let me get out of there real quick. Initially, when they first started playing the clip. Hold on, I'm going to have to. Initially, when they first started playing this clip, now all you heard was the last part where she was like, "I'm pissed in the motherfucker," and so everybody's like, "Well, what is she? What you know? What what is she talking about? What's going on?" Now we've listened to the full clip about what was going on and what it was was she was standing up for another woman who was a part who was a part of the city um, bureaucracy, so to speak. Um, and because she, you know, she wasn't playing ball the way they wanted her to play ball and she knew some things, they were trying to get her out of there. And she had one of her sister co-workers come through and check the city council behind the situation. But again, all they did was play the clip from um, the very end. So all you heard was that she was pissed at a motherfucker. Which is crazy, um, but that's what she's that's what that's all you heard. Now we've heard the full clip. Now I am more in love with this lady than I was when I heard just a portion of the clip because I loved how she was going off. Somebody need to go off and and I don't I, in every city you should have somebody going off like that. Like just going hard and, and letting them know what it is. It should be one of those everywhere. And so, yeah, I wasn't mad at her going off. But now that I know the full story behind her going off, like, am I mad? Absolutely fucking not. She is pissed in a motherfucker and she said it. Let her say what she has to say. <sighs> Let me keep it moving. So this fight that also went down over the weekend... <laughs> now I'm not biased just because the winner is from my city I'm biased because people was talking big trash like they was talking big trash and I'm like but this young man has been out here whipping ass for a minute now and never mind he's from my city but then how he was agitating the young man that he, he was fighting um, what was his name Romero 
Um, he had already started his agitation, and I keep telling people who do not watch boxing, even if you like, I say more so ladies than gents. I don't have to explain this to gents. That's a lot of things when it comes down to sports. I don't have to explain to the gents, but to the ladies, I know that some of us, not all, because I would be in the small percentile who just a, a, a sports fanatic. But for some of us, we're coming into our own, we're learning about sports, or we've been with men who've taught taught us a little bit about sports, but we really don't know too much. Not me. Again, I'm part of a small percentile where sports is, I want to know about sports of my own. But we get with these dudes, they teach us a little something. We feel like we know something. Now, I explained to a, a few ladies um, prior to this fight <laughs> that the tactics, the strategy that was used prior to them ever getting into the ring, I just didn't foresee um, Javante losing. Because he was in yo, he was in his head from the beginning. This is a strategy that has been used over time, like through great boxes, and men and women alike. So this is just not a, a man a man thing. This is both sides. Women boxers use this strategy. Men boxers use this strategy. Uh, martial mixed martial arts artists sometimes apply the strategy as well, which is getting a head. Javante did a beautiful, beautiful thing, getting his, this dude's head from the beginning. Um, and then it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt that he pushed him off the stage. <laughs> it did not hurt that he pushed him off the stage. At that point, I already knew that he was in his head and that he had this fight. I knew this, but the way he knocked him out. Oh man, I can't stop watching the clip. It was just like crazy. And it, wait, wait, I just want to hold on. Let's see what we can hear. We can listen. Hold on. Let's see if we can get a. Hold on. I'm going to give you my little play by play real quick. So he went down, right? So he tries to get back up. Because of course he's going to try to get back up. Like he ain't going to try to just stay down. Like that's like he's giving up. But the way his leg. <laughs> Oh my God. Excuse me, Father. But the way his legs was looking when he got up. <sighs> and look at Javante. He's like, this, this is over. But yeah, the way his legs was buckling. That fight was over, y'all. That fight was dead and stinking. And that's just what I'm gonna say about that. But he, he again, if you in the sports, then you know that he applied a strategy that has been used for time. Stop thinking that they just talking trash, yo. Stop thinking that. No, it's a strategy. It's a game plan. You always got to have a game plan. And that was a game plan. <sighs> so I wasn't mad at it. I think this is my last little story before um, I start showing some love really quick. I'm not going to get into it because I'm quite sure we are really going to get into it on Monday. Um, not on Friday, because Friday is the day that we just, we're going to go ham on a music tip. I got some things to discuss, some things coming up. And, you know, I don't want to waste too much time on the headlines. We will go through a few headlines. But this one particular headline, we have to discuss. And um, 
Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to go with this one, but Monique and DL Hughley, they are at it. They are at it. They are at it. Now, DL Hughley, he has had his moments where he's gotten on my last nerves. Monique as well. Um, not so much as standing up for your own, you know, for your right to, you know, get what you deserve. I'm totally with that. It was just, I was not, I wasn't counseling on my Netflix. I won't be able to go to sleep, mama. But here's what she had to say. And we'll get into this more on Monday because I'm quite sure more will be coming out. Right. But listen to this. Hold on. If you sign a motherfucking contract, that's what the fuck it is. Okay. But there's no reason for niggas fucking around with the contract and being nervous that they might lose an opportunity or a motherfucking chance. So they will review the contract. I'm not a bitch for review the contract. If you sign a motherfucker, that's what the motherfucker is. So two So what it's sounding like to me is the beef is about Monique D.L. Hughley being um, advertised as the main event. And then he's closing the show, which, you know, in any show, I don't give a fuck if it's music, if it's comedy, whatever it is, um, the headliner closes the show. Um, and from my understanding, she was made to believe that she was the headliner. Now, never mind. She's just getting back in the game. She don't want to be fucked with right now. Um, it, like it's been a hard battle for her to come back from the bullshit. So, you know, I could dig it. And I think that I don't think it should be a few between her and D.L. Hughley. I should think it should be a few between her and the promoters um, who put these events, these said venues together, who arranged the show the way they did. And last, D.L. Hughley did act like a vagina and made a big stink about him not being the headliner. So I'm quite sure we're going to get into more of that later as well. But I just wanted to speak on that really quick because... That is a portion of the news that is going on really right now as we speak. Oops, a lot that went on this weekend. Um, and within the last couple of days, actually this weekend, and then now the last couple of days. And it's insane. I talked a little bit about some of everything on Monday, but oh, we need to deep, 
we need the deets now. We need the details. We can't even just be out here just giving y'all information. We, we need more details so we can really get into it. So we'll have some more information for y'all on Monday. I'm going to get to showing some love in a second, but first things first. What does getting it all done actually look like? A lot like this. Meet your new workspace. Oh, uh, I'm not sharing the right screen, am I? Let's try this again. Meet your new workspace. Your whole team, right here. Let me just, uh, sorry, Karen. All those projects on hold, just a click away from complete. Success is closer than you think. It's actually over there, right next to your success manager. It's built to expand as needed. The perfect freelancer for every project? Yes, please. Go ahead. You can use the F word as much as you want here. This is your selection of global freelance talent that never sleeps. All vetted for their excellence and their expertise. Love you, Kevin. Only thing left, add your favorites to your list and share with your team. <laughs> okay, not all of them. Leave it to them to tackle all your business needs, leaving you free. Well, at least free to get more done. That's how fast they work. Ready to transform your business? Oh, that looks good. Love that. Approved. Oh, still sharing my screen. All right, I'm back. So, again, I don't want to get into all of that until we get more details, but um, I want to show... First of all, shout out to anybody who is watching from Twitch, from my Facebook page, from my YouTube page, wherever you're watching from. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you. Um, but now I got to give love to my listening audience because these people really are like my day ones. They are my core audience. They are the people who come back on repeat and download this podcast and I love them for that so I'm going to show them love we are in 23 cities I'm, I'm sorry 23 countries I'll take that back we are in like 200 and some change cities um, but we are in 23 countries and that's all love I appreciate the love I do I do I do I do I love you guys um, so shout out to the United States of course I love you guys France big love to France I love you guys too I can't wait I can't um the uk i cannot wait to get there either that's actually a lot of my heritage so i need to be there um germany i love you guys you guys are extraordinary i love you germany um india mm -hmm, love you too babies you you hold it down for the girl too so i love you india brazil i love you darlings netherlands i love you singapore i love you south africa i love you spain i love you even though yeah, when you talk about it, Spain, we're going to get into it one day, Spain. We need to have this conversation. The Philippines, I love you, but I get it, Spain. And again, I might go to my, my hood history segments. Um, Belgium, Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, also my roots. Hi, Ireland. Um, Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada, Hong Kong, Russia, um, and also Switzerland. Hi, babies. I love you. And I thank you for coming and um, listening to this podcast. Also, Holland. Yeah. Thanks. I love you guys. You guys are extraordinary. You are. I love you. 
Um, I'm going to go through some of these cities, not all of them, because this show is not that long and I can't do it. But Columbus, Ohio, I love you. I love you. I adore you, babies. Um, San Jose, my day ones, been my day ones and still rocking with the girl. I know I see you and I love you. Um, Baltimore, Maryland, my city on period poo. I love my city. Um, France, I will never butcher the name of this city, but I love you. You know, I adore you. I adore everything about France. The countryside, you know, Paris, everybody hears about Paris, but they don't worry about those countryside locations that are so beautiful. Um, Spring Valley, Nevada. Frankfurt, Germany. Hi, Frankfurt. Um, Washington, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia. North Las Vegas, Nevada. There's different parts of Vegas, and you need to know that. And this part I'm talking about is North Las Vegas, Nevada. Norton Shores, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Hi, boos. Chicago. Shout out to the shy. Shout out Chicago, Illinois. Boardman, Oregon. ATL. What up, A- Atlanta, Georgia? Um, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Owings Mills, Maryland. Boulder City, Nevada. Mm, Pikesville, Maryland. No, India, I won't butcher the name of your city, but I love you. Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hi, Philly. Philly. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Randallstown, Maryland. Singapore, Singapore. No, South Holland. I think it's Chick. No. South Holland, I won't do you like that. Ho, Ohio, Phoenix, Arizona, Washington, D.C., and New York, New York. That's where I'm going to stop the list tonight because it's going to run into our other time. But I appreciate each and every one of you that do download this podcast. If you are listening to this podcast and you would like to see some visual, because I do play with the cameras from time to time. And, um, you know, I have guests. You might want to see what the guests look like. You can always go to our YouTube page. Um, let's get to that, that, that love really quick. You can always hit us up on our YouTube page. And I'll throw that on the screen real quick, just in case you weren't able to catch the full podcast. You can catch us at Ambitiously, the podcast, The Black Experience on YouTube. On Facebook, you can catch us at Ambitiously, the podcast. Um, and on IG, I am at Miss Lore Lucidity. Um, again, at Miss Lore Lucidity. And of course, you can look. It's in the link. Go to the link tree link above or below, wherever you see it at, and it'll take you right there. Also, if you're interested in getting some, some business done for the low, five is where it's at. That link is also available in our description as well. I'm trying to tell you. They're great for voiceovers. If you join, if you join this podcast, remember to come back again. But when you come back, join the conversation. Drop a comment. We would love to say hello to you. We would. Um, yeah, remember to like, share, and subscribe. It's not going to cost you anything. It's just a click, click, and then we in there. But you can, you can donate to the show. Um, the link is also available. In the description above or below, depending on how you're watching. We are on all streaming sites, by the way. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, oh, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts. I'm trying to think where we aren't. We are everywhere. So just 
you know, check us out. If you don't want to see the visual, you just want to hear some stuff, go check it out. But if you listen to the visual all the time and you want to see what I look like, then go check out the YouTube. Either way, either way, just come, come through. If you would like to be on this show, you can hit us up at ambitiouslyzpodcast at gmail.com. We, um, it, this email address is available for those interested in um, advertisements. There's some new ones rolling out. I haven't really had time to get around to get everything together, but I got it. I got it. It's going to happen this week. Um, so, yeah, you can go hit us there for um, advertisement if you want to be a guest on the show. If you just want to make a recommendation, for goodness sakes, hit us up. Ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Again, the email is amb- um, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. We will respond because that's how we get down over here. We respond to everybody. Y'all, it is so hot in my office, but I did not want... Oh. Remember, everything on this podcast is alleged. We don't know. We weren't there. We weren't there to see what happened. I wasn't all in freaking offset studio session to know if whether or not he's really dropping an album or single. Um, yeah, I wasn't there for that. I wasn't there for a lot of things. I wasn't there when people were being pulled over and harassed. I wasn't there for that. But they said that it happened, so... I'm just reporting what they told me happened. Um, but everything on this podcast is alleged. We don't know. We don't. We weren't there. If by chance I ever happen to play music on this podcast, what you need to know is that I have full written permission, which I have evidence of. I got my receipts, boo-boo. Um I have permission, so I wouldn't do it unless I did have permission. Speaking of that, Fire Friday is up next. Please tune in. I will be going through the clip, seeing if I can unload it. I don't know if I can, but if I can, I will. So we're going to see what we can do on Fire Friday. We do have some new music, and we have some old music, but we're going to mix it up, and we're going to do what we do. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. There are some updates coming on there really soon. Again, you know, one woman show, I got to handle it. I need, like, management. I need some, I need a team. I need a a real team, but we're going to talk about that later. But anyway, it's getting close to the um, time that I have to go. So I have some words that I have to say before I leave this podcast because I say them every time. I do this podcast. And the first thing is mind your fucking business. Come over here and let me mind the business for you. And then I'll tell you what's going on out in the streets. You know why? Because it's a safer situation when one person, myself, goes out and minds the business and come back and give you all the tea, all the mess, all the shenanigans. So you mind your business and come here and then find out what's going on out there in this crazy world. Um, Secondly, encourage the babies. Encourage them to do great things. Whatever it is that they want to do, make sure that you are the number one person to tell them that they are capable of doing all things. They want to work for NASA, then they be the greatest astronaut or engineer or whatever it is, they're going to be at NASA. Even the janitor, they're going to be the best at it. Um, If they want to work at NASCAR, the best pit pit boss or race car driver ever, or... 
again, janitor, but they're going to be the best at it. Just encourage them to be the best at whatever it is that they out here doing. And third, last but not least, stay in your lane. Your lane is over there. My lane is here. And when you cross lanes, collisions usually happens. And who wants that? Nobody has time for that. So stay in your lane and I'm staying mine and we'll cruise together easily. That's all I'm saying. Um, with that being said, I love you guys. You guys are extraordinary. Um, man, for those who come through and show me love, you make me feel special. Um, and I love you so much for that. You don't have to, but you do. And I appreciate you for doing so. And with that being said, I got to get out of here. It's that time. But I love you guys tuning on Fire Friday, 930 as usual. And we got some interviews coming up. So we'll talk about that as well on Fire Friday. But for the meantime, I got to go, boo. I got to go. 